the NetBank Business Accelerator has been guiding entrepreneurs to build future-proof businesses beyond climate change, beyond the technology curve, beyond external forces. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I'm Pablo Fatidis. You know, different businesses grow differently. Some leverage technology, some leverage locations, and some, like Leletsi Cleaning Services, need people. With me, I have Patrick Makubela, founder, driver, deliverer, grower, and builder of Neletsi Cleaning Services. Patrick, thank you for giving up time to join me. It's a great pleasure, Pavlo, and uh, hello to all your listeners. From when we last spoke, about five, six, seven years ago, more or less, to where we are yeah. today, how have things changed? How big is the business, and how has it grown? Well, Neletsi has grown from uh, strength to strength. We're in a contract cleaning business, so it goes in various cycles. So you grow, but you take a few steps back. So we're sitting around uh, 1,500 staff at this stage, and the business is almost 20 years old this year. And how many locations are you servicing, Patrick? We're actually very strong in Houting and uh, a lot of footprints uh, in Cape Town, uh, Port Elizabeth, uh, and Kaiseren. So very much so in the major metropoles. That's where you focused a lot of your Absolutely. marketing and delivery. We just got another new one uh, in the northwest, so we're now covering most of the provinces. Fantastic. And then clients-wise, how many clients? I remember when I first spoke to you, we were sitting with, it was certainly less than 50 clients. Where are we today? We're sitting at 130 clients. That's been remarkable growth, really, over the last five, six years, given the state of our economy, and especially Absolutely. over the last five, six years, where the average GDP growth rates have been in and around 1% only. We have grown from uh, strength to strength, and I think, you know, it, the service that we render and, uh, you know, the, the staying power, because m- the main thing in growth in terms of our type of business is uh, to retain what you've got. And to retain what you've got takes a lot, because you have to continuously uh, be innovative and continuously deliver over and above what your, your client is used to. So the services that you're offering at the moment, just take us through them very, very briefly. We offer the cleaning services and the hygiene services and pest control. That's basically what our focus is. Okay, so you rely extensively on two things to get that right. You rely on certain technologies, and those technologies might be in physical technologies like cleaning equipments and chemicals, but you also rely predominantly on people, right? Absolutely. The chemical and the cleaning material is something else, including the equipment and so on, but you need people. People is our main asset. That's what we treasure the most, and we have very good people, and that's what I've surrounded myself with and continuously attract best talent to work for this company. And that's what really kept us uh, afloat. But Patrick, that's not so easy. You know, I would imagine when you started a number of years ago, you were a small team. You started as one person. I remember your personal story. Yes. You started out of your own home in Soweto. So you started as one person. You're now sitting with 1,300 staff members. What was it like to accommodate the change in people as you grew from strength to strength? Because there's an argument that says managing up to 49 people is something that most of us, if we're skilled enough and focused enough, can do. Managing beyond 49 people becomes a really complex difficult task and there's lots of research to show that when you move from 50 people to 100 people as a step change what were the challenges you faced well um, the first challenge is that you have to have proper business processes in place because you're starting to duplicate yourself in many folds and you need to make sure that everybody understand and understand what are the business processes once you've got the business processes in place then you are able to monitor and manage the business processes but the people that you bring in must fit into your culture your the way you do things the agency and and also committed to to, to the company growth 
If you never had the business processes in place, because I'm sure, you know, like most of us, when we start our businesses, when we grow our businesses, it takes time to get those processes properly established. Without them, had you employed and employed and employed, what would the outcome have been, do you think? It would have been a disaster. That, that much I can tell you, because I, I have gone through ups and downs as in rebuilding and, and uh, rebuilding the same processes, but improving them. And some process that you bring in needs new technology, you know, the biometric system, the uh, processes on pay, payroll, and, and you, you we're now busy with the ISO to make sure that everybody operates on the same, on the same basis and everybody understands uh, what needs to be done. You know, so the, the technology is critical that, that you bring in the right technology within your business because it's not just the people. You need to have the administrative processes that make sure that your people are paid on time, but also that the records are, are consistent. And, and everything else that, that follows through is, is being processed accordingly. And you will then, because without all of that, those business processes, you could end up losing money. You could end up having people that take you for a ride without you knowing. And you've got to manage the, 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 the fleet. You have to manage the management. You have to manage the stock. You have to manage the equipment. All of those things require new technology, keeps on changing, and you have to continuously stay afloat and, and find new ways of doing business, but you're fighting for efficiency. And I think that is the key that I, I have realized that without business efficiencies, you will not be able to manage productivity. You will not be able to, to manage time. Our main cost is labor. It is Therefore, labor. If you do not manage that, you are down and out because the margins are very, very, very low within this industry. They have shrunk to an extent where you're working for almost nothing and once you make one mistake, you are completely blown out of the water. You'll be working uh, for, for, you know, for, at a loss. Patrick, I would also imagine that happy staff make for a happy business and the simple things, getting the simple things right with staff. In other words, making the administration of their their ability to record time, ensuring that they're paid on time, ensuring that they get proper pay slips. It sounds very simple, and it probably is quite simple when you've got 30, 40 staff, but I would imagine that's where a lot of your investment, break and rebuild, had to take place as you move from 30, 40 staff to 1,300, 400 staff. That is absolutely true. We've gone through so many different processes, and during that process, people respect the fact that you invest, you reinvest in your business in terms of business processes, but also in the administrative processes, because you cannot afford to have your staff end of the month not receiving their salaries. You need to manage uh, on various angles what comes in, what goes out. Therefore, you need to make sure that by end of the month, you have money to pay your staff. That is my first priority. I I might not even get money to pay for everyone else, but I have a full responsibility to ensure that my staff is paid on time every month without fail. And if there is any glitch due to technical error or whatever, that is communicated immediately to all the staff. So you keep the communication to the staff is critical that they know exactly where you stand and what is happening. And that has made our staff, I mean, we have had many uh, people who left the company, joining other companies and they came back and some have been taken over by other uh, contractors and so on. And they cannot afford to work for other companies because we do look after them in every respect and we show them that we care. But also over and above that, the company has just opened a trust and we have given 5% of, of, of the business to our employees who have been with the company for over 10 years. The, the one thing that's really hard to 
to predict. That's really hard to manage. Are people. People sometimes wake up, Patrick, and they have a bad day, or they've got flu, or something happened to a loved one, or there was some personal issue that took place, and yet they come to work, and they've got to carry that alongside with them. So the, the, the unpredictability of people makes the processes really important. But having said that, as a business grows from size to size, the complexity of the business also grows from size to size. And I would imagine in the early days, you started with people that you knew, people that you trusted, people that you could afford, who might not necessarily have had the skill sets to help you sophisticate the business and grow it from level to level. How did you deal with those more personal relationships from a break-build perspective? It was uh, quite a challenge because you, you, know, uh, you, you employ people based on trust, but also the verification of uh, uh, the, their references and so on when you bring them on board is critical because people can oversell themselves as they join your company. And you need to monitor that and make sure that you give them an opportunity to grow, but also to prove themselves. But over and above that, you need to give them an opportunity to upskill. I've done it and people have been loyal to this company and I've got people who have been with the company since the beginning. Till this day, they're still working for this company and they have grown from strength to strength. Some have developed from cleaner level to contract manager to operations managers and so on. And that makes me really, really feel very, very comfortable that I have built something that the staff themselves feels as part and parcel of the organization. And they know that that commitment, you know, we all end from this business. It is not just a Patrick's business or, or whatever. It, it's Nelezi is for all of us because we earn from this business. Therefore, we need we, all of us have to look after the business in every aspect, in anything we do. So basically, my employees are my best ambassadors, my best marketing tools for my business. Exactly, because you invest in them and they certainly Absolutely. are paying that back. Patrick, thank you so much. And there you have it. This is a business that gets built leveraging people. It needs people to grow. It's the nature of the business. It's a tight margin business. It's a competitive business. And the two takeaways for me over here from Patrick Makubela, the founder and CEO of Niletsi Cleaning Services, is number one, simplify your service because simple services allow you to create simple processes. Employ only on the back of processes. And then when you recruit, recruit well, recruit against culture and values. And on the back of that, invest in your staff and they will in turn invest back in you. I'm Pablo Fatidas. Thank you for joining me. We'll catch you in the next round. Business Beyond, brought to you by Nedbank. See money differently.